what's up, y'all? It's your boy Blue. Another episode of Blue Dope, and I have a guest with me today who said you can't just look good, but you gotta cook good. She dropped the lookbook and the cookbook on y'all. She said you can't just look good; you gotta smell good too. On, she got the perfume me. out here. Absolutely. Uh, besides that, you know, singer, dancer. She said, count your blessings. Yes. <laughs> you know I'm your blessings. Yes. And we bless over here at Blue Dope. So it's a blessing to have you in here. I got none other than H-Town's finest. Jilly, what's yes, up? Yes, it's a blessing to be here. Thank you for having me. What's up? I'm good. I'm chilling. How's New York treating you? Man, New York has actually been great. I used to come here all the time for dance competitions when I was growing up, when I was younger. Literally every single summer. But like to be here as a grown-up. It's like, Different oh wait, vibe. I really like, I love New York. It's been a, it's been a vibe. I got to come back when I'm not working just to kind of chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now we know you on tour right now, yes. but we want to start out with Houston. Yes. What was your Houston experience like? On tour or just in just general? Just growing, growing up. Like, you know what um, I mean? I'm biased. That's home. It's okay. forever going to be my favorite place in the world, you yeah. know? Um, I think the best thing about it is just like the swag I got from being, you know, from the South. You mm. know, Houston girls, I feel do it the best, so. I mean... What was your family dynamic like? I know you're big on family. Yes, absolutely. So my mom and dad have been together since Jesus was a baby. Mm -hmm. And literally, we're so tight-knit. We're the most tight-knit family unit ever. Family is my everything. Um, My intermediate family is just my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my brother, and I. So, like, growing up, it was just literally us five. And that's it. Of course, we have, you know, extended family aunts and uncles and everything. But my immediate family, the five of us, we've been... Thicker Than Thieves our entire lives. Um, They've been to pretty much all the shows. My mom's on tour with me right now. She is. She's been to more than half the shows. Out of like 20-something shows, she's been to like 14. You got like a momager situation going on? Exactly. Uh, That's exactly what it is. So, you know, she's right there. She ain't gonna miss nothing, okay? (laughs) Your pops look like the OG. Yes, he wants to be the bodyguard. But I'm like, Dad, let's just relax. Like, I want you... The whole point of me doing this is for you to just kick your feet up one day and nah, relax. I mean, I saw your pops and, and like he's wearing like mules with like pink sweaters and yes, he still looks like the fly, OG right? like no yes, matter what like yes. he looks like and you know I keep my pops straight you know I'll have to get him into the, okay. the 21st century so you know I get him the Gucci shoes and <laughs> okay. stuff because if it wasn't for my brother and I I don't know if the swag would be in the 2023 era, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but no, we keep up fly. I mean, I, I've never been to Houston. I'm actually going soon, but for everyone not from Houston, like we hear about like the wards and we see what we see from rap videos. Yeah. Like what part of town were you from? So, I mean, I'm born and raised in Houston, but mm-hmm. um, I lived in Pearland my entire life. Okay. Literally lived in the same home okay. all my life. My dad built. He got the land from my mom whenever they were married and then built on that home. My dad builds homes. Wow. So he built my mom's dream home when they got married. And we've been in that home ever since. Um, But I actually went to school. I went to private school pretty much all my life. Okay. Um, I didn't go to public school until like my sophomore year. Don't ask why. (laughs) I wanted to be like, oh, can I go to public school? Worst decision ever. I should have stayed in private school. (laughs) But no, I went to private school literally all my life in Houston. So I Lived in Pearland, but grew up in Houston. So, I mean, demographics in the school, were you, like, one of the only... Only black... You gr- were? Yes. Wow. I was in my middle school, so I went from my pre-K to eighth grade was the same school. Um, it was called St. Anne Catholic School, and we wore uniforms, the whole okay. nine yards, yards, the socks that came up over the knee, the little <laughs> sparies, the skirts, yeah. the button-up shirt. Um, I was and like Sister Act. Yes, like, yeah. yes, and I was one of three black girls in my class wow mm-hmm. wow yeah how did that impact you or did it not growing up you know i mean at first it was the norm you know mm-hmm. i mean i was all i was used to i went yeah. to that same school from pre-k to eighth grade but i think 
when I went to public school, it was that culture shock for me. You know, I was in private school my entire life. Yeah, and so yeah. when I went to public school, one, I was just like, oh, there's more black people. But then again, you know, I was in Jack and Jill. That's why some. Well, yes, I, I was know, in Jack I and Jill. about Jack and Jill. Yeah. So, you okay. know, that gave me my dynamic on the weekends that like uh-huh. kind of was already like, OK, I understand, like, you know, culture and everything. Um, but I think, you know, going to public school was a whole different dynamic for me. And wow. I was I was the new girl on the block and I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Being the they new was like, girl. Yo, who's that? Yes. And yeah. it was just like a lot. So I was just like and then I was the only um, I was a sophomore. So at my school, they didn't do the whole sophomores on varsity. But I've been athletic my whole life. I did okay. competitive cheer, competitive dance. So I'm actually not to toot my own horn, but really good at what I do. So you were a and cheerleader? I was a cheerleader, okay. and I went straight to varsity my first year there. Okay. So they hated that. <laughs> they literally signed a petition, like, the moms and stuff, because there was juniors on JV. Mm. And so it was just a lot of, like, catty mm. stuff in public school. That's why I was just like, why even though it was a culture move? shock, I probably should have just, like, yeah. So, I mean, one of the interesting things that I, I was just listening and reading up about you was that I think there was a generation where everyone had to go to college. Mm-hmm. And, like, their parents pushed them like you had no choice but your parents did something different correct they said you don't even got to worry about that what was like so you jumped into the public school and then you decided you know what i need to go chase this it was so crazy because all my life i've been doing cover videos i have cover videos that date back to 2013 that's why it's so funny because it's like you know for me instagram accidentally took off the youtube accidentally it was literally a fluke i i'm grateful for it the platform is amazing i will never ever ever you know take it for granted but it was a fluke music is what i've always done and so it's funny to see people and be like oh you know you're transitioning into music and it's like well no i'm getting back to what i've always (laughs) done i literally and it's so funny that you know with the um tour people i've been getting you know they need like other footage of you know how you started and so i've been getting all those videos together and just to see me at 2013 you know i was just like that's 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, doing my thing then and just to see how far I've come. But, you know, my parents have always believed in me. Okay. I've, the stage has always been my second home. I was in competitive sports since I could walk and, you know, did everything as far as like literally every single sport, karate, volleyball, um, what is it, basketball, soccer, anything you can name, track. And so performing was always my thing. And then... When it came time, you know, high school, you know, we're doing college visits. I actually came to visit uh, Loyola Marymount in L.A. Okay. I also went to visit UCLA and USC. Yeah. And um, I got accepted to them, and wow. I was going to choose Loyola Marymount. Wow. And then when I came to revisit Loyola, I was just, like, walking the campus, and I just couldn't see myself doing it. Got it. And, you know— I've always had like visions of like, what's next, what's next, what's next. I can just manifest it. But like for some odd reason, that puzzle piece wasn't connecting with anything with Jilly. Wow. And I didn't understand why, because both of my parents are college graduates. Yeah, my yeah. dad went to A&M. My mom went to UT. Very, you know, prestigious yeah, schools. Yeah. And I remember I came home from that, from that college visit and I went in my room and I just kind of like thought about it. And then I told my parents, I was just like, look, I don't really know what like a plan is but i do know that i don't think college is for me and my mom was like well what do you want to do and i told her i was like i want to move to la and chase my music dreams wow and i knew absolutely no one in la not a single soul and i'll never forget my dad told me he said go do it because college will always be there your youth won't 
And I haven't looked back since. That's true. So, I mean, did you ever, even now, do you ever think about, man, maybe I would have been in this sorority if I did this or... You know, no, I don't. I don't think about like what could have been because I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. That's what's I up. know that I wouldn't have gotten straight to my career. It probably would have prolonged it so so long. And again, this is what I'm meant to do. So no matter what, I feel like God would have made my stars align. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have, you know, took longer. I think this is exactly. I I know this is exactly the path that I was supposed to go because I mean, just everything that aligned once I moved to LA. I didn't know a single soul. <laughs> and you know, for my career with you know. Instagram and being one of the first Instagram influencers and one of the first, you know, group of YouTubers. It was just like it skyrocketed in that essence, you know, and it just gave me a brand, a platform to like really, you know. I'm Anna, a transgender woman. And I'm Cam, your dad. And this is The Transgender. Join Anna as she chronicles her transition and Cam as he learns how to be a supportive parent. This podcast is about embracing differences and finding common ground. It's a roller coaster of emotions, laughter, and genuine connection. Tune in to new episodes of The Transgender Bi-Weekly. Subscribe and listen to The Transgender on your favorite podcast platform. Love you all, except the bigots. I mean, you said something interesting. It's kind of like the social media thing kind of popped off. Because even for myself, that's where I first heard of you, like seeing you. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. But it wasn't strategic. It, it just kind of happened. Or- yeah. So long story short, I when I moved to L.A., I was in North Hollywood. Didn't, I only lived there for like a year or two because like now North Hollywood, the hood. But I didn't oh, know really? anything about L.A., okay. you know. So okay. then I found Glendale. I was like, Ooh, OK, I like Glendale. It's like suburby. It's like where I grew up. So okay. I ended up moving there. But when I first got to L.A., you know, I didn't know much about it. My parents were paying my rent and I had to find something that was, you know, still like affordable. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't making yeah. any money. And so long story short, went to like a Ralph's. I ran into these group of they, they were vine big at the time, What's you know. Ralph's? What's Ralph's? Oh, what's a Ralph's? Yeah. <laughs> That's nah, so nah, funny. <laughs> Ralph's is a grocery store. York, so, okay, never heard it's of it. It's a grocery store. Do you know like Kroger? Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so it's a it, grocery it, store. It, That's it. LA's grocery store. Long story, long story short, I ran into them um, and we just kind of kicked At it. At the like, groceries? Yeah. Okay. Just literally. And then they're like, you know, kind of like, you want to hang out? And literally just, it was really organic. Next wow. thing you know, we're making videos that are going viral every single day. And nice. I'll tell you like, those videos on Instagram... I didn't have one that ever flopped. Like every wow. single video I ever did went viral. My wow. YouTube was going crazy. And, you know, it was just a ripple effect. I'm forever grateful to, you know, have that group of people. They were, you know, we we did the damn thing. We yeah. started that yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, but from then I also saw that I didn't want to be put in a box. I didn't want to be labeled a YouTuber. I didn't want Got to it. be labeled an influencer. Because, of course, do I have influence? Absolutely. I'll never take that away. But that's not me. So I want to go back to the singing. When did you start, like, really just singing? Elementary, for sure. Um, My mom had me in vocal lessons, and I was in every school play. Um, I did every, literally every single school play. um, And then I started doing actual cover videos in middle school. Okay. I did cover videos in middle school, and then towards the end of middle school, I started creating, like, a little bit of original music. Okay. And then high school was when I really started creating original music. And then my first year in LA in 2014, I created an EP, which you can no longer find on the internet. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me actually take that one now. But it was out. Yes. But I was like, let me take that one a little down. You know, I feel like there's a level of growth in that. I was just like, 
I'm gonna keep that for yeah, like yeah. the archives, like for my and you trust know, the like, true true fans. They're, yeah, you, they might and you know what? That's there. what I'm saying. And they do. It's okay. so funny because fans always are like, "Oh, the juice EP. I remember the juice." But you know, I'll keep it for my documentary. Like, right. I want to keep it that one thing where it's like, "Oh snap!" Like, you know, the ones who know know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you know, it'll it'll resurface. I'm not ashamed of it. I just didn't want it out while I'm. I feel you. Rebranding I feel you. Stuff, I feel you. you, know? you do your thing. It's <laughs> yeah, a little different exactly. Now. It's a little different. A little different. <laughs> now, being from Houston, like. Is it a gift or a curse for everyone that came out of Houston from before? Because I'm going to just say it, right? Is it, do people assume, like, all right, Beyonce was one of the people you loved, looked up to, Destiny Child? Was that the case? And does it create any cons because of that? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a, the biggest blessing. Nice. I love being where, you know, from where Beyonce's from. I think that shit is so dope. Who yeah. can say that? You I'm know, saying, who can yeah, say that? Exactly. And I've met her mom several times, nice. so many times. So it's just like, I haven't met B. Okay. But I'm going to speak that into existence too. We're going to meet soon. You know, paths are for sure going to cross. But no, it's a blessing. You know, that's the biggest, biggest inspiration in the music industry I look up to. You know, her as a woman, as a businesswoman, as a musician, as an artist, you know, all around. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's dope because it's just like we haven't really had, you know, another Beyonce. And I'm not saying I'm Jilly, first yes. and foremost. I'm yes. always say that I, you know, when people are like, oh, what is your music most like? It's like, well, go listen to it. It's Jilly, you know. <laughs> but I will say, you know, just to even be in that same, you know, conversation and, you know, comparison, I Hey, I love it. It's a blessing. And you got a few bars too, so come I mean, on now. You've been rocking with Meg, like come on. Oh, of course, <laughs> absolutely. I'm with all the women from Houston. I okay. think that shit is so dope. Okay, you know, put on for the city. What What about like that? That that the rappers just that just kind of came up out of Houston. Was that the stuff you were listening to growing up? Like, what kind of music did you actually listen? Yes, to? Yes, absolutely. I feel like you know UGK, Slim okay. Thug, you know Paul Wall, all of them. Absolutely, they actually you know are super supportive of me and. Nice. They know. They know what time it is. You Jilly up next. Wall grill? Do I have a? I have yeah. a grill. Yes, a Paul Wall <laughs> grill. Know? Yes, okay, yes. Okay. Of course I do. I'm from it's, Houston. It's, it's natural. I just don't wear it because I don't know how to talk with it. I don't know how to. Every time I wear it, I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's not cute. Let's not. So yeah, I keep it out unless I'm home. So now I'm gonna fast forward. You rocking with the music. How did you get to the point where your music is the quality it's at now? Like, did you sort out producers? Are you signed to a label right now? Like, what's your situation? So I'm independent. Okay. I've made it this far independent. And, nice. you know, whatever God has planned for me, I will never knock it. You know, I'll never knock, you know, being with the label. Because if I end up with one tomorrow, I don't want to be like, oh, I said I was going to be independent. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, if I can continue to do it all the way, the ball's in my court. And mm. I'm this far, you know, and I'm just going to keep on going. But I think, you know, the biggest thing for me was just like, I know my worth yeah. and I know, you know, I, it's just like I put in this groundwork. I put in all this work. I put in all this money behind my videos, behind my artistry, behind me. And I think I, there's no cheat code. It's, it's just growth. It's yeah. just consistency. It's, you know, I'm, I'm older now. I'm a woman. Yeah. I, you know, I've been through shit. So, of course, like the, the emotion, the feeling, the pains, all of that is now projected in my vocals and nice. projected in my voice. And, you know, the, the music that I have now, it wouldn't have even came out right 10 years ago, you know? So you. it's just all about timing. Like I said, I've been doing this. You know, the music that I had in 2013 has that little techno sound that was popular okay. then. And, you know, okay. again, like I said, it's just, you know, growing up, it's living, it's experiencing life and, you know, get, being coming a little bit, more vulnerable i'm so not good at that i am the most mm. like awful emotional person ever like i do not show that so like to 
have this EP on copy and paste. I had two or two slower songs ready and throwback. Yes. And it was so incredible to show more vulnerability, you know, and it's crazy enough. Those were people's fan favorite songs off my EP. I mean, clearly and I was throwback's like, my joint. Throwback clearly. is my joint too, okay? <laughs> like what? Yeah. And, I mean, you killed it in the video and everything. And Thank I you. mean, when you say independent, like mm-hmm. that doesn't look like an independent budget video. No, I appreciate so, that. Capital wise, right? Did you come out of pocket kind of just to jump into the music industry? And was it the social media role that kind of helped you have the money to even put up for everything? Yeah, absolutely. I've invested in myself. That's how I look at it. It's an investment. You know, I know it's going to come back a hundred times fold. I mean, it's already is, you know. Um, But yeah, I believe in myself more than anybody, you know, so. If I'm going to walk the walk, I need to talk the talk. So I put the money where my mouth is and. I'm, you know, at the point, too, where it's just like my creative mind is so expensive. (laughs) So it's like I can't make these songs and, you know, just put out like a half-assed video to save money. Like, you know, I I know what I am. And for me, it's just like whenever labels see these videos, it's like, well, if I did this by myself, you're going to have to come up triple, (laughs) quadruple times. You feel me? So it's just, again, it's just the investment. I am investing in my brand, Jilly. You getting those offers? Yes. Yeah, so uh, okay. are you kidding? Okay. But that's why I'm saying, like, that's why I said I'm independent, <laughs> but I ain't going to, like, you know. You ain't going <laughs> to just right, yeah, They're going to hear this interview and be like, wait, you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, when the time is right, I know God will point me in the right direction. So I'm going to leave it all in his hands. Now, I know you've done everything without the features. Yes. But do you have any dream features where you're of like, of course. So who, who, Absolutely. Who's, who's on the top of the list? So to tell you about the features, my thing about the features, the reason why I haven't done any features thus far is because. I never wanted, and no shame to any artist, yeah. you know, who has popped off with a song with a feature. Nice. I am not, uh, hey, amazing. I will never, you know, discredit another artist. But for me personally, mm-hmm. I want to have my stamp in this industry where people can go look up Jilly, if you don't know, and you see the work. You see yeah. the EPs. You see the single after single after single. I've been dropping actual singles since 2018. Wow. So, you know, I probably have like 15 songs on Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, yeah. SoundCloud, um, Apple Music, and I want people to realize that, oh, this wasn't a fluke where it's just like, she got a hit song because whoever is on it. It's like, no, I really do this. Mm. You're going to respect me. And then eventually, like, you know, that hit with another rapper, singer, whatever feature will be just an added on part of my career, you know? So that's why. It's been a personal thing because I want, you know, I want people to respect me as an artist, you know? And not just be like, Oh, is that that song with such and such? And it's like, no, but it was my song. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, but I do have dream features. Um, I mean, of course, who wouldn't? Beyonce is always going to be my head honcho. Got I love it. her to death. Nice. Um, Nicki Minaj is so dope. Mm. I mean, all the women are so awesome. Nice. Um, Nicki is queen. I have one of my barbs in here with me. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> and then um, I mean, there I could go on and on. Uh, I love Rihanna. Okay. Um, okay. But then male features, I think, you know, um, I think like a legend, like, you know, of course, who wouldn't want to work with Jay-Z or like, mm-hmm. you know, Diddy, just in as far as like business, got you it, know, got it. I look for like the business moguls, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. I'm not trying to just do this for the next like couple of years. Now, like we trying to get here and take it all. There you go. You Rock Nation, me? I hope you're listening. Come on now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think with that, though, do you ever feel like, man, there's some politics with even that part? Because when you hit, talk about Nikki, some people feel like all right, if, I, if I choose Nikki, that means I'm choosing this side versus this side. Like, how do you stay away from that? 
And then even right now, are you open to being a feature guest on records right now? Absolutely. Okay. A thousand percent. I would definitely be a featured guest on records. I think, too, for me, I'm just not in any mess like mm-hmm. ever yeah. ever I don't do anything but be with my family my man and I be at <laughs> home with my two dogs that's it <laughs> so it's just like for me I stay so far out of it I love all these people they're successful for a reason I think everybody's doing the damn thing and I know you know I'm in this industry I'm not trying to have no beef with nobody feel you, you feel what I'm saying yeah. like I'm yeah. just trying to do what I do feed my family and go home that's it I love this shit I feel like I've been can I say shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock, well, out, like, rock out. You good. Fine time to ask, right? You good. No, you no good. but I mean, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, this is what I was born to do. There's no if, answer to it, you know, for me. It's not an accident on where I'm headed. It's it's fate. And for me, I ain't got time for no drama, man. I don't. I, I mean, got things to do. I feel that. Yeah. And you're literally feeding your family. You got the cookbook. I got them here. Right? Yes, I saw so, it. <laughs> over. I was like, oh my goodness. So you have both of them. Let's, let's talk about that. Yes. Let's talk about how that even came up. Where did the idea come from? And like, what are, what are you trying to show everyone by doing this? So literally feeding my family. Well, you know, yeah. funny enough, the first one is the bottom one, actually. Mm-hmm. So this one, this Boss Babe Can Cookbook actually came out in quarantine. Got it. So this one came about when it was so funny. So I was at home literally during quarantine and I kid you not cooking all the time. Mind you, when I moved to, so growing up, my family can cook their asses off. Like my mom and my grandmother, my dad too, but my mom and my grandmother are always the head chefs of the kitchen. I was a sous chef. I'd cut up some sausage for the gumbo, (laughs) de uh, vein or pill. You know what I I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'd peel the shrimp for the etouffee and all of that stuff. Long story short, I never really knew I could cook because I got all them in the house cooking. Like, why would yeah, I cook? Yeah. You feel me? Long story short, I moved to L.A. I, you know, kind of had to survive. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want fat burger every single day. So I'm like, OK, let me, you know, start going to Ralph's. You know what Ralph's okay, is now. I know what Ralph's is. And I was getting salmon and, you know, okay. like salads and stuff. And then I would cook. And I was like, this salmon is like really good. Like not you know, some restaurants have good salmon, but not restaurant salmon. It's like seasoned yeah. and like good. And then so I started doing that. Sometimes when my friends would come over, I'd cook and they'd be like, oh, my goodness. And then it became a thing. Like every time we go to Jilly's, like, let's go cook. I mean, let Jilly cook. You know, I don't want to go out to eat. I'm like, OK, look, hold on, y'all. Like, I ain't going to be cooking all the time. <laughs> Long story short, fast forward to quarantine. Then I was just like really started to experiment. Wow. Really started to experiment. And I got to give the credit. My boyfriend was like, you need to write all these recipes down. Because I was like, I don't know what got into me. I was mm. making all types of stuff. <laughs> like things stuff you out. ain't never even heard of. Just figuring stuff yeah. out. And it all came out bomb. Which wow. is how I knew. I was like, yeah, this is a talent. Like, yeah. I can really cook. And I w- remember I made something one time. And it was my grandmother. She was like, yeah, you might have passed me up. And when she Word. said that, no, I was, was just official. like, oh, yeah, I okay, I got to make this into <laughs> some money. So then my first cookbook, I made this during quarantine. I'll never forget. We had everybody on set, the photographer, assistants, um, makeup artist, stylist, hairstylist, literally everyone. Well, I was the makeup artist, so okay. never, not makeup artist, but hairstylist and clothing stylist. Everyone had to wear the mask because yeah, it was 2020. Yeah. And here my ass is trying to work yeah. during the middle of a pandemic because <laughs> I can't sit still. So, um that's how this came about okay. in the middle of quarantine and it did uh, amazing it, we sold out eight times wow eight different times Dope. and I was just 
I really actually couldn't believe it because again, this was my first time kind of putting out a new stamp in my brand, yeah, like really exactly. officially saying like, no, I cook. Yeah, this yeah. is what I do. And you can have this in your home. Like here's something you can really have in your home. Long story short, fast forward to 2022, two years later, because I was like, I might want to do one every year. But then if you saw the work this thing took. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lookbook part of it looked yeah. like it was crazy. Yeah, no. So They're every like single recipe, every single recipe has a different look. Every last How one. many days did the shoots take? Two. Two 19-hour days. Wow. Everybody was on now, set. You was working. Literally. Literally. Did, did you sell all your clothes from those shoots? No. that's a lot I know, of... right? I had the that most wasn't fast amazing... Fashion. Not that fast fashion. Okay. <laughs> we had the... The looks were looking. Yeah. Shout out to my stylist, Rooch. She's okay. in Houston. Okay, dope. Um, we've been working together for a few years now. And, you know, I had to hook up. She was able to just pull stuff. She works at this store called The Webster in Houston. And they all have the most high-end fashion Is stuff. Is it in a, in a mall? Webster? It's like, yep. Right in the Galleria. So, I had Ty Hunter here the other day. And he told me all about the Galleria. Really? Yeah, because that's where Miss Tina yep. found him. Yeah. So, there you go. There we go. So, yeah. She was able to pull everything. And, you know, thank goodness I didn't wow. have to buy all the clothes you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then to fast forward 2022 that's uh-huh. when she cooks two came uh-huh. into play and again i followed that same recipe of having uh-huh. a, a cookbook lookbook yes. and did the same nine yards of doing every single recipe had a whole different look literally every single one so yeah with this one i just wanted that franchise i wanted you know nice. that thing to where it was like the first one wasn't a fluke again nice. you know i wanted to redo it one more time and you know, I think the biggest thing for me is I'm not just a businesswoman. I am a business. Nice. And I am not put in a box. I'm a musician. I'm an author. You know, I, I do everything. And I think for me, just having my legacy continue on to when I have kids one day, you know, just to show that, like, look what mama did. You know what I mean? Like, look what I have done. Look what I do. And just again, and it's just, the recipes, no and they're going to have the recipes <laughs> and the sauce. Cause mama go teach them the sauce. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, for me, it's just, there's no label. Like you can't put me in a box. I do it all. And I do it all very, very well. You know, there most you people are like, Oh, you can only do one thing. And I'm changing the trajectory on that. It's like, no, you can't. Why? Who, who really <laughs> said that? So watch how I do this music stuff. Watch how I keep making these cookbooks. More perfume lines. More yes. cosmetic stuff on the way. You know, I love it all. So why not do what you're able to do? Because you need to be put in a box. I don't believe in that. How, how difficult or easy was it for you to find a publisher to work with? Um, it was actually pretty easy. Not going to lie. One of my good girlfriends wrote a book as well. Um, her book was completely different. It wasn't a cookbook. It was like an actual book, um, you know, with just a cover and like chapters. And she wrote about um, something that she went through in life. And she, while I was looking for a publishing company, she actually told me about them. She was like, hey, I really like them. You know, obviously our books are completely different because I went with a glossy cover. I learned everything about a book, <laughs> by the way. I went with a glossy hardback, whereas yes. hers was like a book with like more paper. Yeah. Mine was like each page, I wanted a gloss page. You know, I wanted this to look like Oh, yeah, it's quality. It's quality. It's quality. And that's why, like, you know, when people get it in their hands, they understand it's not a cheap book. You yeah. know what I mean? This like, yeah, yeah. and that's why it was the thing about it for me, too. It was never about the money because if people understood, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's a $40 cookbook. And it's like, trust me, I'm barely recouping what I made. Wow. So it's not about the money. Again, it's about my legacy and yeah. putting out, you know, things with quality. And um, yeah, the co- publishing company was able to understand what I wanted. 
took a few tries going back and forth, you know, getting some errors in the mail and, you know, rough drafts, but it came out just how I wanted it and even better. Now, let me be clear. This is not diet food. This is very no, rich. Yeah. It's a lot of comfort food. I know. Foods. I'm like, abs not included. Okay, <laughs> let me say that. But People I mean, like, we got we to talk about that. Like, yeah. what's your workout regimen for you to still be able to eat good and yeah. eat how you want and still maintain yourself the way you do so people always ask like what's my ab routine the funny thing is again it comes back to i was in competitive dance and competitive okay. cheer when i was three years old yeah. so like i've never not had abs wow. i have literally ne- i don't even know what my body would look like without abs wow. like i've had abs my entire life and so that's why i'm like maybe that's the answer because i don't even do really ab routine workouts Word. i don't i just do my peloton and i call it a day really that's it so it's just naturally blessed that's it's what just, it is yeah I mean, on the internet, people say, yo, Jilly look a little skinny, a little different. I know. I, I want you to address it because mm-hmm. I feel like people question the industry right now. And it's because I think we've seen Doja Cat slim down. Mm-hmm. We've seen like Amara La Negra slim down. Mm-hmm. So th- is that even part of it for you? Is it part of like the industry saying you need to have a certain look? Or no, is this you know, just natural vibes? I think we're just in a, honestly, in a world that's really screwed up. I think yeah. everyone thinks people are just supposed to get older and get bigger. And it's just like, <laughs> that's really like, no, it's real. Because it's wild. just like, so now that I'm like, mind you, I'm in great shape. Yeah. I do not look sick or anything. So now that I'm slimmer than I've ever been, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, what kind of world you, you do we live in? You look very normal in person. I'm I'll, natural. I'll share that for everyone. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> you look normal. Don't. Like, I'm not. Yeah, my uh, cheeks not caved in. Yeah, you know nah, what I mean? Like, healthy. no. I'm. I'm eating very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm very happy. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's like you know I had to address that one day just because I got tired of seeing it. I'm just like Instagram is just one big bully. Like yeah. you know I think the world too. You know everyone's used to fake this fake that and you know no shame if that's what you like hey if you like it i love it but at the same time for me no i'm natural and i love being natural and i love my body i love being small i love being slim i think again you know we're in a world where it's just like everyone's like you know thicker and stuff and so it's like so we skinny shame people who are like smaller i don't know i don't like that that. yeah for real like what my packing. yeah my white team slim so (laughs) yeah with the slim no, and I just think, you know, again, it's just like when people are used to, because I know I I was like, I've never been big, obviously, but I've been thicker, like, you know, a few years ago uh, and all throughout high school. But then again, too, I was in track. I yeah. was in basketball. I was like, training you know, in different. competitive cheer. I was training way different. I was squatting all the time. So obviously now I just do my Peloton, which is just cardio. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, naturally, if you put the math and make add the math up it's like okay well if she's only doing cardio like yeah she's gonna slim down <laughs> i watch what i eat you know i don't just overeat at all i don't believe in overeating and so it's just like i'm just healthy would you ever put out a diet book because of that i would actually yeah, yeah. i think that's what i want my next book adventure to be i want to okay. go on a whole different route nice i do and um i think i'll definitely do something to shake it up because you know volume one volume two And then I think for the third volume, I'll need something that's different. Nice. And I definitely think I'll go in that route. Absolutely. No doubt. How'd you happen to perfume? I mean, it touches beauty. Is that the piece where you just felt like I needed to have my hand in beauty? Well, no. Everyone, everywhere I went would always, always, always be like, you smell so good. And I would always just be like, it's natural. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Born like this. Yeah, born like this too. The abs, the smell, like damn. (laughs) But no, I would literally say that. Yes, because I was like... Dang, like, you know, 
promoting someone else's stuff, I was like, I could be promoting my oh, stuff. Yeah. So that's how that came about. It took me nine and a half, ten months to create the scent, okay. to create the bottles, to create the label, to create everything about it. I went through so many samples with those perfume companies. Yeah. When I tell you, I couldn't get the right sample for anything. Wow. Every scent, I probably smelled like a hundred different scents. Wow. And then I would, every time I would smell something that was similar to what I kind of wanted, I would be like, but I want it more musky. I want more vanilla mm. oats. I want more floral, blah, blah, blah. And then finally. Musky is a good term? Musk is the best term okay. in perfume. Okay. The best term. Right. <laughs> like, you actually want a perfume that has musk in it. Wow. And it's not musky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. musk. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I know. When I heard that first two, I'm it's not like, even going to lie. I was like, <laughs> I want to be musty, right? 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 it. <laughs> no, but musk and vanilla and like okay. that Odie scent is, oh, top okay. tier. That floral. It's so you, one you, of the best. you got your hands. When you're in it, it's not just, hey, y'all make this perfume for me and I'm going to oh, stamp my name on it. No. I'm going through this with y'all. No, not even the slightest bit. I do it all. Like, I'm the whole forefront. Like, I created this book from start to finish. Nice. I created my perfume, label, bottle, shape, the gold top one. Like, I'm in everything. Nice. I mean, again, too, because, you know, I'm my money yeah i'm i don't have a sponsor putting that up it's it's me so i'm like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do this shit right you know big time yeah are you waiting to i guess either end up with a label or what is your plan for an lp yes because the ep's a tease yeah of course ep's a tease um you know that's next i honestly i don't like putting timestamps on anything just so no one can be like you said this but you know that's the plan this year that's the plan to absolutely put out you know, a longer, fuller body of work and art of music this year. So I'm working on it. I got so many joints in my notes that are unreleased. So, so many tracks. And I got studio sessions lined up nice. with the most incredible top producers, writers in the game. So, you know, to collab with them and get to going right after this tour is going to be the next step, I have studio sessions in Atlanta, then LA. It's after this work, it's work. Could, could you There's hint, no time could off. Could you hint some of the producers you? No, nah, I don't even jinx you anything. Quiet, you quiet on it. I'm gonna be quiet you. on it just because you know I'm very big into letting it happen. Yeah. You know I let that shit happen, and then when it comes out, it's gonna it's gonna speak. I mean, what's your process? How many sounds do you think songs do you think you're gonna record before you drop the album? And with the EP, right. even we we heard what four four tracks. Mm-hmm, How yep. many tracks did you actually record to size down the four? So I recorded about 10 just for that project. Okay. And it was hard to size down that four because, again, you know, when you're, you know, a newer artist in a sense and coming up, I believe in, like, people getting, like, not necessarily bored, but people don't listen to the whole thing out. And what I didn't want to happen was an attention span to just, like, not hear this amazing work, you know? And with four, it was perfect. Nice. People were just able to cut it on, like, it just... Wait, it's over? They might and it throw left it into a wanting, playlist or something. Throw it into playlist, but even better yet, it left them wanting more. Yes. And so I think that's always the biggest thing. People need to ask for more, 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 more. That's why I've always believed in never oversaturating. Nice. You know, I never wanted to just keep throwing music out, like throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. Because then it's just like, it oversaturates. I want my music to be like, when is Jilly dropping that? What she drops is like gold. So, you know, it's very strategic. Nice. Yeah. So dream producers? Yes. The dream, of course. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, I love the dream, so. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many talented Radio people. Killer. Right? Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, but there's so many, like, um, uh, Wonder Girl, Wonder mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. all of them. I mean, we have a young 
new wave of like black producers as well that are just like killing the game. They're all on Drake's new projects and mm. everything. So I mean, honestly, I would love to work with them all. Nice. Yeah. We got to talk about the tour. Yes. Because tonight, I mean, by the time people hear this, the tour, this tour will be done. Right. Last leg of the tour. How did you link up with Nick Cannon? Okay, so I did Wild and Out um, a couple months ago. My my episode airs in June, I believe. Nice. Yeah. So I filmed season 20, episode one. Okay. I think on air right now is season 18. Wow. Um, so they film like three, four That's seasons four. in yeah. advance. Yes. Yeah. And so my episode... Uh, season 20 episode one premieres in June I believe nice and um, I did that and at the end I was actually captain of the black squad so <laughs> yeah your girl was on there and um, I performed my song throwback at the end nice and of course you know he's there the whole team's there and they watched and um, a few months later actually I got a call well actually a couple weeks later Nick actually hit me and was just like hey yo I have a dope idea the tour hadn't really already gotten situated, but he was like, I have a super dope idea. I'm going to, like, you know, be in touch with you soon once I get all my I's dotted, T's crossed, and, you know, go from there. Long story short, fast forward a couple months, he hits me, and he's like, I'm, you know, doing this future superstar tour uh, of everyone that I believe in wholeheartedly. Nice. And, you know, would you like to be a part? So you ain't got to ask me <laughs> twice at all. And he was telling me, he was like, you know, he literally said, he was like, I see your life of being glamorous. He was like, we're going to do this old school with a tour bus. And I just was like, you know, that's you on the, the tour bus with everybody? On the tour bus. With everybody? I fly to city to city. <laughs> okay. But like, <laughs> but, like but, uh, but I did a couple like, nights. Yeah. I did. Okay. I, I tried to duck out you a couple nights. Out. I, yeah, you feel me? I did a couple <laughs> nights. I ain't going to lie. But, you know, I just think it was so dope that it was just like, I definitely got that tour life experience. You know, we had shows where we what, had four, five shows in a row with one day off, you know? Mm. So it was, it was. So you wasn't real. really seeing these cities? No, no. You just not at all. Glimpses of the stadiums yeah, as you go. Definitely in. glimpses of the stadiums, Venues just and... tagging the location. <laughs> Be like, I, I was here though. You know, I was in. You was in Times Square though. We seen you right, chilling right, in yeah. Times Square. Times Square, I got to have a little okay, okay. more because we had an off day yesterday. Yes. So I got, I'm glad the off day was here, right? Thanks. But, you know, um, yeah, I just, <laughs> that's so funny that you said I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, the tour bus life, you know, it was dope, though. It's such a dope thing to do. And, you know, with, I don't think what most people know is that Nick is our DJ. Nick what? is the DJ of everyone's set. He, so uh, he's not only putting his name behind it. He's on tour with us. And wow. he's on the stage from the first performer to the last wow. performer. DJing everyone's set wow. so it's like he living you can't, his DJ dream his living his <laughs> DJ dream and you can't I mean you can't have more of a stamp than that you know that's like really putting your money where your mouth is so it's an honor honestly I mean yeah at the end of the day he he knows talent I mean he was Facts. married to Mariah there we go <laughs> so queen of all queens so, yes. so what was it like that moment just getting that stamp from him like how relevant do you think it is I mean, I think it's beyond relevant. I think, you know, it's something that money can't buy. It's a relationship that you can't Thanks. even pay for, you know? I yeah. think that's the biggest thing is the relationship that you make out of it, the connection that it brings, and, you know, just the the fan of him that he has become of everyone, a yeah. true fan, and, you know, and wants nothing in return. But nice. a thank you at the Grammys. And nice. I just think, you know, again, that's something that money can't buy. Um, I'm honored. I am. And, you know, Nick Cannon's, 
in the A list. I mean, exactly. he's been around forever. So I think he, he went to no, Billy too. Like he, he out here. I mean, he's been a part of Justin Bieber's career. Yes. He's been a part of Chris Brown's career. He's been a part of Kalani's career. He's been a part of so her, um, wow. so many stars. Yeah. So yeah. again, you know, to have a stamp and you know. Plus, I mean, we know he did the acting thing. Yeah. And I know that's part of yes, your journey, what yes. you want to be doing. So Absolutely. let's talk about that. Like, how soon do you see yourself, like, in some films? Soon. It's so yeah. funny because I was just talking about that. Absolutely soon. I did um, a lot of acting when I first moved to L.A. as well. That was how I was starting to eat. Yep. That became a big part of my money making. I was in Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, I did a lot of Mitches. CSI. Yes, <laughs> with the Mitches. <laughs> I did a lot of CSI and NCSI episodes. Okay. Um, okay. I did a lot of stuff with Disney. I was doing like music videos with Demi Lovato, which is how I got my SAG after. Wow. So, you know, again, even with that, having your SAG after, yes. like, you know, it's that different. goes to sh- It's different. Yeah. Not only is the pay different, but it's like, no, again, I do this too. You yeah, know, it's for real. It's like it's for real. Like <laughs> not for play play. Right, it's not for play play. Like what's up? <laughs> so I mean, you know, again, it's just literally not having to be put in a box. Like I said earlier with my cookbook, I am a jack of all trades. Like I can do it all, so I want to do it all. To go back to the tour, like I, I know you might not want to limit who you liked, but regarding the other artists. Who have you really been impressed by where you're like, yo? You know, truly everyone. Nick Word. picked a great, great team of people. That's the political answer. That's the real answer. That's the real answer. <laughs> it's some talented people. Like I've been listening to have, Simba too. That's why. Yeah, we have, you know, a boy group on okay, there. Okay. Um, we have I'm one of three women. Okay. And then it's six guys. Okay. So Literally, when I tell you everyone is so dope, they're all in their own element. You know, no one's competing against anyone. And I think that's the so super dope part of how Nick did it. You know, he didn't put two R&B singers in a category. You know, he did like, you know, I'm R&B pop. There's a rapper. There's also like a rock star person, you know, and then there's um, the guys are like, there's a rapper. There's the group. There's an R&B person. So he did really, really well with like picking such talented people in their own lane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a, definitely a point where people kept relationships quiet, mm-hmm. right? You're very public about your relationship. And just thinking about like your next chapter, when you think about, you mentioned like you're going to have your own family, you're going to be able to pass your cookbooks down to your kids. Like, how do you envision yourself being able to balance your really your professional life and family life moving forward? I mean, I have such a great support system. And, you know, I think the dopest part is like, being with somebody who's like-minded and wants to be the best at the top of their career too. So it's like easier when you both want to do the damn thing. And I've always said it, what's better than one billionaire? Two. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not good with just sitting at home. I'm not. I'm you. not. I can't. And You've been grinding for too long. For a long time and I'm not done. Yeah. I'm nowhere near done. Yeah. And I think it's just, it comes with a balance. It's being able to, you know, take those off days and you know you're tired you want to just sit in the next city but you got to go home you gotta i got a family you know i gotta be with my people i gotta go home and then make it back the morning of show day you know just that's the balance that's where it comes into play you know i can't be away from them for two months just because of it. you know you make shit work you make shit shake and so i think the balance comes naturally because again it's what we know we're born to do and it's really actually awesome when you have someone else who's like you know 
just as dope as you are. <laughs> Shit's pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. That's what's up. So, no, we know you about to rock out. We know you about to kill another show. You already know. LP on the way. Yes, right? absolutely. Another cookbook. Another one. I feel like you're going to surprise us with something else. Hey, but I'm going to always keep you on your toes. You cooking up anything else right now we should know about? Right now, it's just all toes, ten toes down on the music right now. Yeah. I won't lie. It's just, you know, I'm grateful because, like I said, this will probably be every two years. So I'm grateful that I just did 2022. Nice. So now 2023 <laughs> is all focused. So I got a little breather, okay? So all focused on music right now. And... Yeah, really, just take over. That's it's time. Up. It's Jilly's time. Yeah, now Jilly, we waiting to see you on that Grammy stage. Come on you now. speaking everything speaking to existence. Into existence. So we love, we love that. Absolutely. It's blue dope. It's Jilly. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Blue Dope and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, you can follow the crew on Instagram at Blue Dope TV.